Hi, so, um, Alex, do you think that relationships, like, are the relationships, like, do you think they should be fun or hard work? Um, well, it's got to be fun, but it's got to not crumble when you need, when you need to put hard work into it. That's what a, a golly relationship is, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, the reason why I even brought up this question is because I've heard it a lot by peers, friends, mentors, you know, a lot of Christians, um, which is funny to me because you kind of hear it from the world that it's just like, oh, relationships are just fun, especially in your, you know, people always say, we're so young, we're so young, like, we will we'll find love. Um, but people marriage in the bible and people will be like oh yeah context 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 but you know because a lot of the <laughs> women weren't educated and stuff like that but not saying that we shouldn't be educated now but uh i think that the bible doesn't change and i feel like obviously it's dependent on whether you can find someone well whether you know, it's God's timing. But uh, I don't know, when I hear the word fun, I kind of feel like it's more like that we shouldn't be dating with a purpose. And I think that kind of contradicts the Christian message. What do you think? Well, we should be dating intentionally um, with the prospects of marriage. That's what you're aiming for. I mean, someone put it a good point that you know, you don't want to make a marriage a goal because once you're there, you know, you're 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 done basically, and then then where do you move on to next? And then that's where the relationship starts to struggle. And you've actually seen that a lot in especially worldly relationships, where people have been dating for say five six years, and then they go into marriage, and then after one year they get a divorce. It's not uncommon. So you just have to you just have to be you know careful when it comes to dating um but we gotta not date like the worldly what do you mean by being careful i think i think when it comes to christian relationships you have to be mature before you start going into one obviously not perfect obviously you're gonna learn and you're gonna mature with your partner as you progress through your relationship but you've got to have some sense of maturity or else you're going to easily be deceived or you're easily going to be manipulated by your emotions or um unable to have the experience to understand what to do in certain situations because i think people forget almost once in a relationship that they're they've got as much responsibility over someone else's feelings as they do their own. Very true. Yeah, we have to take that role. Like, we, we are responsible for that person. Um, ultimately, before you can get to that position, you have to be content. Content in your relationship with God, content in your singleness. And it's hard to get in that stage because... You know, we all know what it's like to be desperate. We know what it's like to be lonely. We know what it's like to be bored and do things. But going back to the question, should race be fun or hard work? When people say that, my first instinct is to ask, what do they mean by fun? Because if we, usually if the world says fun is, you know, <laughs> doing things that go against our christian convictions for example premarital sex that's fun but it has consequences maybe pregnancy maybe you want to choose to get an abortion of course as christians we're against that but i'm looking at the worldly lens and that's fun it's fun it satisfies you physically at least um and you've got no real um commitment of course, you're in a relationship, but you can break up. But as Christians, we're intentionally dating. Our goal is marriage. But if we're in the world, 
most likely our goal would not be marriage. Maybe eventually, maybe after some years, but immediately, it's too soon to tell. So I just, I mean, what do you think fun is in this context? Um, fun in this context, if, it, if you hear any from a Christian uh, couple, I don't think, I don't think they're going to be meaning sex before marriage most of the time. I think they might mean just doing general stuff together, doing all the all the fun things together. So they're probably going, I don't know, on dates, maybe going to theme parks, cinemas, dinner dates. But to me, what it seems like they're not doing is doing the, a lot of the things they'd be doing once they're married, which would be shopping together. Uh, and I mean grocery shopping. I don't mean something like shopping for clothes. That can easily be a date, at least for the women. well you need Um, to you need to do that you need to (laughs) mature and get some shoes for yourself (laughs) um i'll do it eventually um yeah it's it's um cooking together i'm unless you find that fun maybe some people find that fun i'm not a massive fan of cooking but we enjoy it when we do it together prefer to do it together yeah um cleaning as well you know it's, it's, it's learning how to be a team while you're dating um, but that's the fun aspect of you know of intentionally dating but the issue is when people mean by fun when christians or worldly people mean by fun they mean that we shouldn't be having these big struggles and issues because now it's not fun anymore but when you're in a long-term relationship when you're dating preparing for that person to propose at some point so then you can eventually be married there will be issues for you to go through because of course you can be so compatible but there are still things that you need to work on and as me and Alex we always talk about the fact that we need to have the willingness to love because one of the Christian books that we studied like it made that so clear to us um, that it's not just about compatibility it's the willingness to love because you can be quite incompatible with someone but your relationship will survive if you are willing to work and willing to love them um and i think it's problematic that people actually are deterred by the fact that they're doing work prior to marriage and believe me most of the work will be done in marriage don't get me wrong but a lot and i mean a lot of work is in the stage of dating and engagement Yeah, I mean, that that would be a different kind of work. Usually, you're you're preparing for something, aren't you? You're preparing for a wedding day or a honeymoon or things like that. So there's obvious work there. Yeah, but um, I think a lot of the time, and it's going to happen with every relationship, especially Christian dating these days, because everyone waits a bit longer now to get married than they would do, um, you know, a few hundred years ago, probably even less, maybe in like 80 years ago, they had to get married before uh, or much quicker than we do now. Um, there's such thing as relationship burnout and things like that. And, um, especially in busy lives, busy modern lives. And then you've got um, that stage after the honeymoon period as well sometimes so those, those sort of things need a bit of work um to keep to keep the relationship going and that's not a bad thing there's plenty of examples throughout time i think even in the bible where there's a lot of work before marriage mm. um especially in the betrothal part the, the fathers used to get the men to work um for even years um in order to you know get yeah allow that that man to marry his daughter yeah i mean even the fact that jacob served 14 years to marry rachel i mean that's really important to focus on that before we're married there's like this waiting period of working on ourselves working on our relationship with god and working on our relationship with our partners um because there's a reason why there's a time for everything and you know that's in ecclesiastes 
there's a reason why there's a time for proposing and for time for marriage and getting married which to be honest as long as you know that you love them you can get married straight away but what I'm trying to say is that we shouldn't be afraid of the work because I always say to Alex that even though it's kind of daunting to think about it and it's a bit awful some of the moments I think that I always say it's really important that we had this moment because now I feel closer to you now I feel like it was necessary for a relationship because there's so much answers and healing and for me it's solving problems rather than creating more because for example like I can testify that at the beginning of our relationship I wasn't even though I'm very I'm like an ambivert so like I'm part extroverted part introverted so it kind of seems like I talk a lot and say a lot of things and very open and share a lot of things about my life but I'm very selective in what I share um and that's something you just find out about me that I'm very private that I won't really tell you how I am apart from when I'm feeling really good and I'm like yeah I'm great <laughs> um but yeah so it wasn't easy in the beginning to share things about myself um and it still isn't easy but it's like less of a barrier like before it's just like there was no way I was gonna tell him not that I didn't want to it's just there was a lot of pride there and also a lot of I don't know, it was kind of like being trapped by fear. Some of these things are just like the enemy pressing you. Um, but also it's just the fact that when you get to know someone like in a relationship, eventually these barriers are broken down and you grow closer to them. Um, and we have, we learn what to do better. Like, okay, and we're, we're always like, okay, like Alex what should I do better for next time and he asked me what he needs to do better and like at one point he made like a list on google docs like do you remember that moment when you made like a list of things you can do to get better for me <laughs> yeah I remember yeah so and I think it's important to be accountable and to work on things because we're not perfect and as if you're in a godly relationship it's it's a ministry and you have to be willing to work on it. You have to be willing to. And one thing that we've recently done is because we read the we've we've been reading the Bible together, and reading Christian books together, but we don't do that like all the time. We try to do it daily, but we don't do like the same thing all the time. Like sometimes we read books together, and sometimes we switch from the Bible. Um, and because I've been having like a really hard time recently, like I said to Alex that it'd be important that we do devotionals, um, because they're like suited towards what you're going through and I told him today or yesterday I was like sometimes also when I'm going through stuff it's hard for me to actually um <laughs> talk or go on the phone but I said like even if I'm going through like a really hard time just send me the devotional send me the verse and I'll do the same for you because I think it's so important that we not only will this um benefit our relationship because it will eventually like open something up maybe not initially but also it's bring us closer to God but yeah maybe um Alex you can talk a bit more about how we work uh, on our relationships and if you feel comfortable you can mention some times that we've been through <laughs> um well I think see without hard times Without the bit where you have to put in work, um, you won't really realise how how your how your partner operates, um, how they think, you know, how they react to situations, um, and it can be very uncomfortable and very unpleasant. But you're never gonna get past surface surface level in a relationship if you don't put in the effort. Um, so, uh, what's, a, what's a few rough times with it? So, at the beginning of the relationship, Deb and I would miscommunicate quite a lot. Um, i trying to remember a specific example of that. Um, 
Yes. So, for example, where I come from and my sort of family, we have very sort of, uh, sort of, I don't know how to explain it, kind of, we like, well, we like to make the mick out of each other first and we like jokes which are sort of half edgy, I guess. So, like, other women jokes. <laughs> oh, yeah. All the two <laughs> jokes. <laughs> and that got I, you in I trouble a lot. That. I tried that twice with Deb, and both times she took it terribly, so... Oh, yeah, blaming that, it on me. After that, we had a bit of confrontation, and, you know, I learned, you know what, is that joke really worth it? Is it really worth keeping that sort of humour in my life? Because I find that <laughs> funny. But I uh, find... I people I can use it with. Do I really need to, you know, compromise what is going mm. so, well, so well, you know, just to... Yeah, I mean, I found it, it I found it so um, funny, not like funny, funny, but like I found it funny that he even dared to do it again when he knew I didn't receive it the first time. <laughs> well, it was, it was a different scenario, you know, we're, we're, it was a completely different scenario, so I felt it was legit to try again. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I thought after the first conversation you understood why I did it, and I thought you'd find the funny side, but nope. <laughs> I mean, his family do operate in different ways. Like, at one point, uh, <laughs> because I think I was coming over to his place and I wanted to bake and I had asked him to ask his parents, you know, um, if they had a certain product so then I would know to bring it or not. And he was, like, saying, no, I, I'm not going to do that. And I'm just like, why? It's just, just ask. Like, it's, it's no big deal. And he was just like, no. And I was, like, upset, like, why can't he just do that it's like it's like literally not a big deal like if if it was me and if like if he was asking me if like oh just like ask your parents if you have this i'll be like sure sure like, and then my parents would be like oh yeah like because they'd be happy to help you know but like he was like that and then he told me that is because when they watch tv they can't be disturbed which i find the most ridiculous thing ever that no one can talk to them when they're watching tv which and, you know, that they sh shout and complain and make a big hullabaloo and whatever, like, for, for me... As that, but you just, you don't have a very, you can't speak for very long. Because they, you know, they pause the TV all fed, fed up because you disturb their program. <laughs> well, that's how you totally it's, you know, it's about not being a bother. Yeah. My culture is not being a bother. Yeah, his culture, he doesn't have one. But, you know, his family life is just very different. So I think... Um, Oh, by the way, that's just me joking with Alex. But um, because we come from different backgrounds, I think it's easy to get, in, like, initially to be hurt with one another because <laughs> things are just, you know, can be quite shocking initially. Um, yeah, I mean, we just have different life experiences. Um, and even though we're very compatible, I just feel like, there have been a lot of things that we have to work on. There's a lot of times we're upset with each other. And usually because I can be extra sensitive. Um, sometimes. Um, and you know, it's hard for Alex sometimes, especially for on the phone, as we are often. Um, and, and sometimes if I feel like this extreme introversion that I can't talk and... Alex struggles to have a conversation <laughs> with himself. Most of times, yeah. Yeah. So um, it's hard because there'd be moments where we're just like, want to end the phone call and want to go to bed. And I can't say we're perfect, but we made a rule that we're not going to go to bed until we solve the situation. It doesn't always get solved, but most of the time it does because we stick to the rule. And some days, you know, we have off days. But we, you know, we made the rule to sacrifice our sleep because the relationship is important. Yeah, and I think the thing is, you won't if you have a surface level relationship where you're not you you want it easy. You will never have the confrontation to get those sort of rules, and those sort of rules are so important. Because it's, it's basically you two merging your paths together so that you understand exactly 
how to navigate your own relationship. Without it, you're, the person you're having fun with is basically just a friend. And then when you actually start to have these confrontations, and you know, I mean, when I say confrontations, I don't mean shouting and swearing and abusing each other. I mean, just, you know, having a frank conversation, maybe someone's crying, maybe you're both crying, maybe you're... Maybe. Maybe, maybe your tone is raised slightly and maybe you are defensive or something like that. But it's still confrontation. That's a lot healthier than, you know, cursing at each other. Or keeping it inside. It's not healthy for us to keep these things inside. Maybe sometimes we do for a short while, but I don't think it's healthy because eventually that leads to resentment. And I don't have any resentment towards Alex. Sometimes I might not agree with some things that he does. Sometimes I might wish, oh, I wish he did this. But I don't think... We don't have resentment towards each other. And from coming what Alex said just now as well, we don't... We don't argue. We get upset. Often. Of course, we have more good times than bad. Like, don't think that we're getting upset like every single day with each other and every single moment. Annoyed is one thing. But then we tend to get annoyed with each other and then we tend to, like, find it funny at the next moment. We're just, we just have fun. We, we just like annoying each other. But, like, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's normal to get upset a lot, like, a lot with each other. But just know that there's going to be way more good times than hard times in a healthy relationship. But the hard times lead to growth in the relationship and you're like, okay, the reason why I had a hard time with my partner was because I wasn't able to communicate this and was because of this and was because of this and he knows now he knows that this hurts me and he's not going to do this again. Same with you. Um, you learn about each other and then it naturally improves. But we make an agreement like not to argue and I don't ever want to have a situation that I've said something that I can't take back. Of course, we're not perfect and we make mistakes, but in general, I don't want to be in a situation because no matter how upset you are, you still have control over yourself. Like, <laughs> we don't swear at each other. We don't insult each other. I think sometimes when we're a bit upset, we can be a little bit negative and we could be like, oh, why did you do this? And you hurt me so much. And I'm so sad over this. Like, we can be negative, but we don't insult one another. Um, and we don't argue in, a, in the way that we're like, being like, oh, I do this, I'm so hurt, ah, kind of thing. I don't know how to explain it, but we don't, we don't argue in a way that we're like debating and on different sides. I think obviously there are situations where we're not quite understanding each other and it seems like we're on different sides, but I don't think we ever argue. I think that sometimes when in conflict for a period of times, um, for a short period, we're, or we're upset That's with the each other. Thing, though. It's, it's got to be... It's, there's a time and place for conflict. You don't do it in a public place. You don't do it even around close family or friends, really. Because it's, it's, it's not respectful to your partner and it's not respectful yeah. Um, yeah. to your relationship. I mean, Alex is uh, good about that because, like, I think at his place we had some issues. Um... I don't remember. I think it's because I actually don't remember the reason. It might have been because I just tend to get moody when when I know that I'm not going to see him for a bit. But I think he was moody too anyway. I think he was moody as well. Because I think usually anyway, when I'm in a bad mood, he can't control that very well and he gets in a bad mood too. Um, And if he starts off as in a bad mood, the only reason I would be in a bad mood is because he gets a little mean. But anyway, so I remember the time that I it, we were at his place and he was very good and we were about to leave and he didn't show it to his parents. Like he was just acting like normal. Um, so he's very good about that. Because uh, you don't want to have your family losing confidence in your relationship because we have full confidence in our relationship. Of course, we have hard moments and testing moments. But with family and friends, especially the ones that aren't super close to you, but the ones that are like quite close that, but like, you got to be careful who you confide in because I think it's so important because we have people that we confide in. 
uh, it's so important that as a couple, you have people that you can confide in separately and together. But I think generally, keep it, keep it quiet. And sometimes it's okay to tell family with certain situations, especially if they're Christian. But keep it on the down low. Don't tell a lot of people with your issues. Uh, because some people, they would only see that and they'd be like, kind of almost not wanting you guys to be together and wanting to split you guys up. Whereas only there's they're only seeing an aspect of your relationship, whereas most of the time you're like really good. Um, so yeah, you have to be really careful with these things. Oh yeah, you, you definitely got to be careful. Um, and you don't want to turn your relationship into gossip. So yeah, you have to be careful who you share it to. You have to be careful what details you're actually sharing. Because um, remember, it's not just when you're in a relationship, it's not just the two people in it. It's their networks around them. Mm. So you have to just be careful that you're not um, doing anything to harm that network. Or, the, you know, you don't want to hurt the harmony of it all because you'll have to get along eventually. Mm. Um, yeah. Especially when marriage comes around. Yeah, and getting back to the fun idea... When I think of fun, I think of the idea of carefree or careless because, you know, I think a lot of the times what they mean by fun as Christians, they mean carefree. Something that you don't worry about. But my issue with that is if you're not working on stuff prior to marriage, because you will be working on a lot of stuff in marriage, I'm just saying it'll become a big shock for you in marriage because you're supposed to help yourself by getting to know that person and if you already know how you guys work and you do that by dating and you know over hard times then it should make marriage easier um and it should benefit you but if you kind of you know enter marriage without all of that work that hard work because the lord wants us to be hard workers and i think that applies in everything that we do especially our relationships then i feel like it's gonna come to as a shock to you and you're gonna get hurt because if you're not willing to put in the relation work in the relationship before marriage and how are you gonna be willing to put work in the relationship in marriage you know and i um, and the thing is though I think what people tend to mean by work is that they mean that it shouldn't be that you're constantly crying and you're constantly trying to fix the relationship that is actually hanging by the thread and you should not be together, you're not suited. But the the thing is that Christians, they're so used to identifying red flags. Christians kind of think that anything that acquires work... Um you know, is a bit off-putting. However, if they were actually in the relationship and saw everything, I'm sure every Christian... Say, if, if we were on a TV show and people watch our every move, I'm sure every Christian would be like, you get, yeah, you guys have gone through hard periods, but really well, you're really well matched and you manage it very well, you work through things well. But because they're not seeing that, I think it's so easy for Christians to be like, you know, on the more, hmm... Maybe you guys shouldn't be doing so much work. Uh, because people say that because they don't want you to be hurt. They don't. Because their image of you doing work is you guys literally fighting for relationship. Which is broken. And it would never be fixed. But you know what? We come to the throne of Jesus. We come to the altar broken. And sometimes it's a broken relationship because we're broken people. But that doesn't mean that God cannot fix it. And you, we just need to be willing to put the work in. And the fact that we're fighting for this relationship just shows that we are. Um, and it's not just me. It's Alex. It's both of us. It's God. It's that cord. The fact that the Bible talks of the freeway cord, it's that cord. And that's what makes it work. If it were just me and Alex, it wouldn't work. If it was just me... Or it was just Alex, it won't work. Um, but yeah. And you know, relationships aren't about the fun. 
They have fun aspects, like Alex said previously. But it's about putting the work in. You should serve. Like, literally, Jesus told us to wash each other's feet. And think about that as your husband, like, your future husband. Like, I have to, like, serve him. And I have to eventually submit to him. And we practice that in our relationship. But obviously, like, we can't actually fully do that until marriage. But, you know, it's so important that we remember that we're serving God for our relationship. So, the goal of our relationship is not to have fun. The goal of our relationship is to serve God. Yeah, it is. So, you sort of went through it a little bit, but could you define exactly where the line is between hard work and too much hard work? Um, I think that hard work is something that is profitable, something that is fruitful. Like, think of yourself as a farmer... Like, a farmer does a lot of hard work. Uh, I mean, they do. And sometimes they have dry seasons. Sometimes they get no fruit. But if they give up, they're never going to get any money and they'll be poor. But if they pray and they work on it, and that's God coming in with the prayer, then eventually, because they're putting effort, and before that, when it was a dry season... They might have not put effort. They might not trust God. Maybe they have trusted God and they're just going for a hard season. But if you really trust in God, eventually you'll get out of that dry season and you'll have fruit. And that fruit will help you survive and make you successful. Think of that as a relationship too. Um, there's going to be seasons where it's going to be really dry but it's part of our testimony it's part of our ministry and god's going to use it so it's going to be worth it but if we never as in both of us put god first then it's too much hard work because we both decided in that moment that it's not worth it um and i think we shouldn't be afraid of getting hurt because we will get hurt. And getting hurt is, is just, you can't avoid it. But I will say, I think people make hurt worse by breaking up because they've given up when they shouldn't have to. Now, this is not for the people in toxic relationships because like I said, me and Alex, we don't say horrible things to each other. And just, and even if we did say horrible things in one moment, like I said, we're not perfect. It doesn't mean it's the end all in the relationship. But but we don't in general. We never have. But I'm just saying, no, no relationship is perfect. But I think I would say too much hard work is, I mean, when the relationship becomes toxic in a way that it cannot be recovered, um, and this is prior to marriage, because, you know, marriage, you're in that for life. Um, but yeah, when it becomes super toxic in a way that, both of you have decided that it's not worth it and that you put yourself first. It's very selfish when it's too much hard work. It's very selfish because you're not willing to put the work in. Or maybe one of you is and the other one is just like abusing the person all the time. And, you know, I've never been in that situation actually with Alex that he made it seem like it was too much hard work or something but it wasn't ever worth it i think sometimes we don't understand each other and sometimes it's hard because of the distance and i wish and it's like he was there with me and it's hard because it, everything would be easier if we we're just married um <laughs> in a lot of ways uh people that are not in a longer distance relationship will not understand uh but in a lot of ways, our, our relationship would be very much easier because uh, we'd be able to do everything together. But that's another topic. But yeah, I think, yeah, when it comes to too much hard work, it's when the relationship is just not functional, you know? We have hard moments. But you know what it's like when you see parents that are getting a divorce 
when they're like arguing every day and it's literally every day every moment they don't talk to each other they're not willing to get therapy they're not willing to get counseling they're not willing to do anything apart from see it their way um and of course we don't believe in divorce but this is just an example of when it becomes like this is an example of how it would be in like in a relationship that is too much hard work but what would you say alex to that well, I think what you said was good, and I really like the part where you're talking about how when you're not working for God, is when it's a good sign for when it's, you know, too much hard work. Um, but I think also that hard work... I had to pause for a moment because I actually completely forgot my point, and that's quite <laughs> a good one. It's alright, though. Um... Yeah, I mean, me and Alex actually made an agreement before we started our relationship. We prayed and wanted it to be God's will. And we promised no matter what, God would be first. And so I want to ask you guys, anyone listening, have you done that same promise to God? Like, have you made that vow that you'll put him first? And so, of course, not in every single moment. We're f- people that sin. We're fleshly. We focus on the flesh. But I mean, ultimately, is your focus God? Because if it is God, then you would apologize to your partner because clearly you're not perfect. And, you know, I have to forget about my pride sometimes because I do things that are wrong sometimes and I hurt Alex. And I know it. Um, And if you want your relationship to survive and if you respect God you will do what is right as much as it might kill you inside. (laughs) Yeah, and I do remember my point. It was that I think it's too much hard work, particularly when someone in the relationship is vastly more um, spiritually mature or far more spiritual than the other. So what I mean by this is um when you know we're told that we need to partner with someone who's evenly yoked Mm. you have you have maybe one who is at church every sunday maybe goes to uh, i don't know does groups on wednesday like evening prayers at seven o'clock and does the bible study keenly and then the other one is one of those plastic Christians who says they're a Christian but it's kind of easy going with um, a lot of issues social issues quite easy going with sex before marriage that when you're trying to pull someone up that is an example of too hard work too much hard work yeah um, and let's that's, that's not say I mean there might be slight imbalances but definitely definitely was at the start and maybe so at some points here and there now with Deb and I because uh, we've had complete different Christian upbringings and I'm a few quite a few years behind Deb in that sense but um, we have a, we have a similar direction uh, we're both looking towards um, the same future which is why and we will uh, get pretty there. sure we're yoked because we're, we're moving towards the same way. <laughs> Not just pretty so sure we know it. someone your way, then it's not going to work. Yeah, but not just pretty sure we know because God is with us and God has revealed things. But also, it's important to have that confidence. And I don't mean pride and cockiness that you're actually ignorant. But it's actually important to have God at the center of relationship. And when he is, he will reveal it to you. <laughs> um, so... The thing is, the Bible doesn't talk about dating. It talks about courtship, it talks about marriage, but it doesn't talk about dating. And so, it is evident that relationships in a biblical context would would need work. Because in the Bible, when someone wanted to marry someone, when a man wanted to marry a woman, he had to put a lot of work. We already mentioned Jacob, but you know, 
They had to pay a dowry. They had to do this. They had to go to the farm. I mean, it just shows the work, the work that it, that goes into it. Um, obviously, they didn't have the dating, so it wasn't whole, the whole period of talking to know the person. But, and so technically, <laughs> they didn't te- technically didn't do the work until marriage, but physically they did. Um, but, I mean, in Genesis 2 verse 18 says, the Lord God said, it's not good that the man should be alone. I'll make a help m- um, mate for him. Help meet technically. So if you are intentionally dating as a woman, you believe that you are your partner's helpmate. Um, and you cannot fully be the role of the helpmate, which might be involved in finances, looking after the home and whatever it may be. You cannot fully do that until you are living in the same household, until you cleave onto him and leave your parents, as the Bible says. However, you get, you are able to gain the experience of that through many different ways. And you need to do some work by getting to know how he works, how, I mean, you just get to know what your future will be like. Um, because for me, I want to be the best helpmate or help me for Alex. And so one way I can do that, firstly, actually, is having a relationship, a deep relationship with God. And secondly, it's just having a good relationship with Alex. And the way that I do that is by collaborating and so i read i had this post ages ago which said don't compromise because when you're compromising you're compromising your standards you're doing things that you shouldn't do you're you're saying it okay to things that you are convicted against but the book that we read just or even the post said to collaborate it's like working on projects together it's you guys putting your brains together because you know a female brain and the male brain it's just very powerful you know you become a power couple because one person lacks either other person has and you know it's like a puzzle you know you fit together so well um if it's the right person and so i think it's so important to work up to that stage of marriage um and do what you can but don't stress about it too because it'll pretty much all be figured out within the marriage um and you know just a reminder that you're not married yet um until you're actually married um and so not to stress too much about it but i think it's very 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 wise to do as much work as you can before marriage um and that is like getting to know your partner going to church together doing bible studies together worshiping the lord together in many different ways and of course solving problems when they're you know come to you yeah and i think i've got the perfect um bible verses for this um and i think before i go into it when you agree that love results in marriage and love um doesn't necessarily have to even be about marriage it could be love for um a father for his child love for her child Mm. love's got a few different vectors it can run across and love results in marriage so when we read this verse um first corinthians chapter 13 verses 4 to 8 love is patient love is kind it does not envy it does not boast is not proud it does not dishonor others is not self-seeking is not easily angered it keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. Love never fails. But where there are prophecies, they will cease. Where there are tons, they will be still. Where there is knowledge, it will pass away. So, this is how it says love. So, if we love each other in in a dating sense, maybe not in a marriage sense yet, in a dating sense, then we should still be patient. Yeah. 
we should still be kind we should still not envy not boast and that takes hard work to do all those things it's interesting sorry it's interesting because i'm sure a lot of you guys have heard that if you put if you replace love with your partner's name you'll know if he's right for you like alex is patient alex is kind alex is not envy it's interesting um uh, I think patient is a hard one because I know I'm not patient, so don't judge me on my patience. <laughs> yeah, patience is hard. Um, you know, and it says persevering. So persevering, you you persevere in tough times. You don't persevere in easy times. No, nope. that doesn't make sense. So you persevere in hard times. So there you go. There you go. Right there in the Bible, it says, in no matter what form your love is in. I mean, if you always have easy times, I think that is more of a red flag than anything. Because I'm like, why do you have easy times? Are you appeasing that person? I mean, I believe that people are very, very compatible. That is very possible. But I don't believe in the fact of having almost a lot of easy times. Because that's not normal. Like, come on, we're human. We're imperfect. I mean, I am built to annoy people. That's just the way I am. I'm just built. Yeah. So that's going in YouTube for soundbite, I think. <laughs> I'm built to annoy people. <laughs> but yeah, so I think, yeah, I think it's strange. If you guys are always having easy times, if you're always just like in a good mood, one mostly, yep, agree with that. But always, I mean, come on, you got to have a few tears out of you. Come on, you're going to have a few like, don't talk to him today moment, you know? Out of a few, you're so annoying and don't talk to me ever again. And then five minutes later, you're like talking to that person, you know, or you got a few moments where you're just like crying and then (laughs) pushing them away and then getting mad that they're left. (laughs) And they're like, like, why are you mad? And it's like, you left me. You told me to leave. And it's just like, you know, you're going to have those, you're going to have those situations and then he's going to learn not to leave even when you push you when you push him away. But anyway, I'm just saying it's really strange and it's kind of off-putting if you don't have those times because for me it's kind of like why? Are you are you like keeping it inside? Because for me the only reason we wouldn't have those times is if I didn't tell Alex. And I'm sure Alex the same way cuz sometimes I know that in the past that he would, you know, not tell me every time he had like an issue or whatever he'd keep it to himself and I think that isn't healthy for a relationship because you want no resentment you want you really should be in the best position and it's in the best position when you tell that person what they did wrong you tell that person why you're upset you know then you're truly putting yourself in the best situation and your relationship will definitely improve that way yep yeah, and I think you have to realize that you're you're dating someone else. So when someone says just to have fun, when you're dating someone long term, it's not gonna be just fun because that other person's got different hobbies, uh, a different way of operating. So some people like to talk more. Some people like more silence. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and so you think he's dating, a better listener, but he isn't. <laughs> <laughs> dating is not always fun i don't always want to be shopping i enjoy my time with dev but am i enjoying the activity all the time he's grumpy some of the photos you can tell that he's really grumpy and even even the photo where i'm like kissing him on his cheek and he's like um saying stop it or no or something and then like i took the sound off um and my friend still could make it out and i was like because i thought it was so cute but it's yeah. it's 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 just and just remember n- people are not gonna see everything people are gonna make judgments about your relationship but they're not gonna see everything the same moment that alex is moody in another photo he's like kissing my cheek too you know we have those moments he doesn't enjoy the photos but you do you do what you want for your partner you know and i don't enjoy watching football with him but he forces me to it and i don't en- enjoy his tv rules in his house but or how dark it is in his house. How uh, cold it is, or how hard the floors are. <laughs> yeah, how hard the floors are, or the or the fact that his dog, his lovely dog, who I love, is not 
regularly babed. <laughs> but you know, we all have little little petty things that we <laughs> joke about. Um, but you know, it's all right. It's okay. It's just it's just normal. Yeah, it is. It's entirely normal. Um, and to be honest, without those sort of those sort of moments, you're you kind of you'd lose your conversation. To be honest, because I know a lot of our conversations are like, do you remember the time when you were really grumpy and you didn't want to do this, but then I did this really sweet thing, and then you then you changed your mind about you know, and we had a really good time. You know, it, yeah your your best moments come and you change your conversation comes from it and you change each other like there's a lot of things that alex wouldn't do that that he has um been doing in our relationship like he was so weird about sharing utensils and stuff like he wouldn't share utensils in his previous relationship you know which i've said like i'm come on like we're dating um and now, like, he's able to, like, I literally feed him. It's so funny. Like, he used to be so weird about it, but I literally just feed him my food. And it's, yeah. He also used to be weird about sharing his clothes. And now he's like, what's yours is mine. You know, so. <laughs> that's, that's called giving up. <laughs> yeah, the other day, I literally took his jacket. Like, I didn't even ask him. Like, it wasn't even something that I thought about asking him. I was just like, oh, I'm cold. Let me just put it on. Like, I wasn't even thinking about, like, asking him. It wasn't like I was trying to, like, take his clothes or anything. I was just cold. And I was just like, hmm, you need to wear something. And I was at his place anyway. But, um, yeah, you, your relationship grows. That's what I'm trying to say. I know these are, like, baby examples and they're not, like, the big things. But it just shows that, like, there's so many ways that Alex has changed me. Um, he's opened me up in a lot of ways even if he's an introvert like he has like opened me up and helped me to be better he's helped me with my diet which has been amazing because yeah that's been like I've been quite negative with my the way I eat and sometimes it can be quite destructive to myself but he's helped me to be kind of safe with my diet and with my exercise and he's really helped me to have like healthy ways of thinking so Alex has really been good for my mental health and he's been really good with encouraging me to go to church. He's been like a really good support system and he's been very like good with accountability and helping me to do communion, which was something that I was like grieving about because I was a Christian. I knew it was so important to do it, but I never did that, you know. So Alex has been like someone that's been such a good support system, but also like leading me in certain things. So Yeah, it has been all right as well. <laughs> 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 no, yeah, she's she's done well, really, because I was, um, kind of kind of legal. I wasn't too bad. I was like on. I had already made the turn, so I was getting better. You didn't go I to church. Better, but I didn't go to church. I didn't really like church, and I still don't like it much because I'm. It's just, it's really hard. I have to, you know, become someone else, but it's just taking some time to do it because. Yeah, me, he'll get like there. Singing. I don't like this clapping stuff. Who <laughs> gets that? One lady one time waving a flag for God and like, well, that is completely strange to me. <laughs> uh, it's just, yeah, I'm not, I'm not a lively person. I'm more like mm. sit on a sofa in a dark room with the lights switched off, <laughs> doing nothing, kind of person. So it's it's very overstimulating for me. Um, and you know, I'm I'm the only Christian in my family, so I'd I'd be the only one going. So it's quite a, a I mean, hard step for me to do. It's hard, but when we are at each other's places, we go to church together, which I recommend to every couple go to church together. Cause I needed Alex with me when I have church issues, when I'm shy, when I'm not feeling like it. Cause sometimes I'm like, let me skip church and Alex is like, No, let's go let's go to church. Like, do you really want to do that? And I remind Alex to go to church because it's important for both of us, you know? Um, and obviously when we're married, it'll be so much better in that aspect that we'll have, uh, we'll be able to go together and we'll have a church that we can go to. And, you know, he won't feel like he's the only one going to church kind of thing. Because I know what it feels like, not the only one in my family, because I'm, I'm obviously not the only Christian. But it's more like go, the only one going to that church is going to be kind of daunting. Um, 
but that doesn't mean you shouldn't go just because you just don't let that be an obstacle but yeah we're just we're just in a really good position that we always encourage each other to get involved in ministry like this what we're doing right now like um what i love about alex is he never ever pressures me the stuff that i said in the beginning about me not telling him him stuff about myself much he never pressures me those other people would kind of hold that against me in fact it's kind of reasonable to hold it against someone because you're in a relationship and you should know these things but like Alex is always like you know gentle with me and he's like and which is what I need he's like you know when you're ready it's okay he's really kind um and patient and just gentle which which is something that I need I don't know if you need that but I do so it's really great so yeah so I'm lucky and remember to focus on the good things about them because sometimes when you're in those horrible moments that you're only focusing on the list of terrible things that that person has done but remember all the good things and I know it's going to hurt you because you don't want to you don't even want to talk about that (laughs) but yeah like think about how much you love the person always go back to love uh love is the greatest the bible says um and god is so yeah I I just feel so grateful yeah because like you are dating your best friend like if he's not your best friend then why are you doing it (laughs) because I want to marry my best friend and I will I'll marry Jesus and I'll marry Alex so yeah it's just it's just lovely um (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah um you know it is relationships are hard in the modern world they're really hard because and they always are going to be because well i mean we got the extra pressure of long distance and i'm the only one who drives as well um but i take the train sometimes Deb takes the train sometimes to go halfway yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um yes uh, um so it's you know it gets it does get exhausting sometimes and it does get hard um but it's well, worth it. Very yeah, worth it. When you put that sort of effort in there, there is much more... It's actually liberating to put that sort of investment in because you, you don't question about grass being greener elsewhere. You know, you just... You feel like this is the one. This relationship is brilliant. It's going really well. We have some tough times here and tough times there, but, you know, we, we work them out pretty quickly then we get back on track um but the thing is i know and i understand why in the beginning we never had any issues which is like the honeymoon period not the honeymoon period as in like we're always happy with each other and we always have a good time because that never ends but um like there was a period where you know we were just like oh when are we gonna argue like not like we wanted to argue but we're just like it's so strange for me to be in a situation where like I was actually like telling Alex like all my crazy beliefs and I expected him at any moment as any good reasonable person would be like because a lot of my friends they hear my beliefs and they're like yeah I agree with a lot of what you say but this one I disagree and that's okay it's healthy disagree but a lot of times Alex was like yeah I agree that makes sense I agree that makes sense and I was just like a lot of times I thought that was appeasing he was appeasing me um but I think that God allowed us to go through that um and then when we were more solid in our relationship, because even that was just in our friendship, uh, yeah, that's when like we had more of the big <laughs> topics. And <laughs> um, yeah, because it is important that your values are the same and it's important that your belief systems are the same because you need to have a future. And some people don't work out because they never had a future to begin with. Yeah, that's true. And that is why you have to really test yourself at the beginning. Like, before you get into relationship, you have to pray mm-hmm. to God. Fats. You don't pray to God for it. You pray for his will to take place. Uh huh. And don't be like, God, even if it's not your will, can you please make it work? Because <laughs> those things are not right. And it'll backfire on you. Trust me. It will. Yeah, there'll, there'll be a feeling that it was... If you're in that sort of relationship, there will be a feeling 
where you're never quite comfortable. Something always feels wrong, mm. even when so, when it all when even when it's going completely well, everything's fine. There'll be something in you which and will the, always feel wrong. And let me tell you, the right relationships are mostly not selfish, because a lot of the times. Well, not a lot of the times, but like sometimes I might feel convicted over something that we've done and I have a conversation with Alex and I'm like, Alex, I feel like we need to put a boundary here. And he's not immediately like, uh, no, you're crazy. How dare you put me through this? Like he's actually like thinks about it critically and he is actually like thinking about it biblically and he prays about it. And, you know, he, we come to an agreement together. Um... And I know a lot of people are not in that situation where they go to their partner and they're like, I don't think we should do this. And their partner like, are you crazy? Like, you're just, you're just beating yourself up for no reason. And sometimes we do put ourselves for no reason, but I'm not saying those situations, but I'm just saying like, you know you're with the right person when you tell them something and they're completely on board. And Alex, he is always on board. He's always like on side. And I think it's so important to have that. Because it just shows that... Because the reason why I go to him with these things... Because I know they're going to better our relationship. And he's always up for bettering our relationship. And people theoretically will be like... Yeah, of course I want to work on a relationship. But practically when you bring it bring it to them... Be like... You know... Uh, I really feel like if we did this... Which might be awkward... Might be talking to someone... Uh, it will better our relationship. They might be like... I'm not comfortable about it. But you know what? Alex has done a lot for our relationship. He's talked to all my friends, went through all that, and he's done a lot more. So if you really love that person, you will do everything to get them. Not like painful things, like traumatic things, but like that. But what I'm saying is you'll you put a lot of work into it, even things that you really, really, really don't want to do. <laughs> goes both ways though so <laughs> I'm gonna have to go through the friendship thing too but um you know it's it's worth it because they're worth it you know yeah and so you know, this sort of topic Dev and I could probably talk about forever and we should think about wrapping this up soon um yeah think of the file size and <laughs> how how <laughs> how much persevering someone's got to do to get to the end of all of this i know Hopefully but that much of a yeah but remember relationships are fun a lot of the times because you're having these good moments but when it comes to hard times don't be afraid because <laughs> it's not going to be fun the hard times but it'll make your next time pretty fun because if you don't solve it because you're under the guise of having fun because you don't want to ruin the fun because i felt that way i'm like mm, i don't want to kill the mood girl or boy kill the mood tell them what's up be nice about it though but kill the mood tell them what's up and then next time you won't have that thing inside of you because i don't know about you <laughs> if i have something inside of me and i and i don't feel like i can tell alex he's gonna know by my actions like maybe you guys can hide it really really well but i can't and even if I could, I wouldn't want to. I'd want him to know. Even if I wouldn't tell him in words, I'd want him to know. Yep. And, uh, <laughs> but yeah, so, yeah, because even if you're pretending to have fun, but inside you're hating yourself because you're so upset with him, because what, what he did to you, and you're really, you're not going to be having fun. So if you want to have fun times, kill the mood. Make Did it not fun for that moment. When you, when you should avoid the conflict. Um, like you said, in public, um, and maybe like an important date, like for example, if it's my birthday, <laughs> avoid it then, and if it's your birthday, but then, although I, Alex has been very moody on both of our birthdays, but he's also been really good on my birthday and also very, very moody, so, you know, can't blame him too much, <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I would say special events like anniversaries, just hold it off for them. But pretty much don't hold it off most days. And like, unless it's like really important, like if it's someone's wedding, like, and you're upset with each other, like, please just 
try to work on it and be kind like leave the petty stuff behind like there's certain special circumstances and of course that you just keep it on the down low just 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 solve it until you get home kind of thing um but mostly you need to talk about it and kill the mood (laughs) i'd say my general rule would be think about it before you bring it up think about it think about what their tensions are oh yeah Um, ask god if it's something you should actually be holding um negative feelings towards Mm -hmm. uh, if it's an action or something um before you say because there's been plenty of moments where i've been bothered by something they've done and i pray about it um you know before and you know i get a piece that no it was it was either me not being patient because sometimes it's you know myself which is the problem or it's just it it was just me misreading a moment completely you know it's (laughs) or sometimes or sometimes it's us just being petty and like like sometimes you're just in a bad mood and i feel like there are more situations you should talk about it but there are some situations where like you know that conflict's gonna start like for example <laughs> there is one moment where uh, i'm just gonna say it but um um basically i made a thumbnail uh i made this video of like on youtube like i think it was four qualities of a godly man <laughs> i didn't i didn't think of asking God, um alex for his photo i just did it automatically because like i took his jacket i didn't think about it like it was the same thing and he asked me like why did i do that I just I, I and I went to my mom and we had a conversation and we we just laughed about it. We've just found it so funny. Um yeah, we we just found it so funny. Um and he was like, "Why did you put my face there?" And I was just like <laughs> I just found it so funny. Um and like I feel I thought in that moment like, "Oh, I'm not going to say anything cuz I don't want to argue." And I said I just found it funny. I just just found it funny. I just didn't respond, and then we had a good call. Then he said something else, and then we didn't talk about it. <laughs> yeah, well, I just let it go eventually. You know, it's you know, there's some things which it's not like I wouldn't say picking your battles, but I'd say like yeah, like, pick your battles. There's a lot of things you can get over by yourself because they're petty. A lot of things are petty. When we mean about working on the relationship, we mean the big stuff, not the petty stuff. Yeah, absolutely. We don't mean about me aiding Alex's fry and him and him having a tantrum. Yeah, that's no intentions. But yeah, um, we hope that this could be a lesson to you guys and give us ideas for next time. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Christian topics. <laughs>